Your sensors are correct. Do not adjust your heading. Your heading. You've discovered the Omega Particle. Streaming to the Alpha Quadrant and beyond. 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 Here's your host. The anchorman of the Federation. The doctor of Dilithium. This is Jonathan Wiegand. Welcome to the Omega Particle. I'm your gracious and humble host, Jonathan Wiegand, uh, surpassing all of your wildest expectations possible on this podcast with talent on loan from God. Thank you for tuning in and greetings. Welcome to the program and happy Thanksgiving 2021. Can you believe that, Luna? It is actually almost the end of 2021. I'm emotionally just getting over 2020. Um, and I don't think I'm ready for 2022. Yeah, this is kind of nuts. I, I heard the other day that um, today is actually the 400th anniversary of the first Thanksgiving. So that's um, a cool fact that you can share around the table today. Just seems to me that this should keep going faster and faster. Yeah, I mean, I think we're getting close to 50 episodes. Is that right, Luna? And I'm proud to announce for the 50th, I'm, I finally did. I finally convinced her. I got my wife, actually to watch an episode with me and do a Trek roundtable. I don't know if it's a roundtable. It's just two people. So we're going to watch an episode and we're going to talk about it. I'm excited. We've done that before with some lifelong great friends of mine, but this will be great because I can bring my beautiful wife into it and kind of get her impression. She's never really watched Star Trek at all, so I'm going to show her some like off-the-wall episode. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be fun. So that's for our 50th episode coming out, I guess, in the next few weeks. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in on this Thanksgiving Day. And today is more of a relaxed fit episode. We have haven't done one of these in a while. So if you've never heard of relaxed fit, pretty much what that is, is that, yeah, we, we have kind of a looser feel. Um, some episodes are strictly an, one agenda, two agendas, like, oh, we're doing a review episode. Oh, we're doing a... Um, in-depth review of the behind-the-scenes drama or something. These are just a little bit more fun, lighter topics, nothing really super serious. So I think some of the things we're going to go into today, correct me if I'm wrong, Luna, are a couple uh, Q&A. We're going to do Q&A. And this has happened, um, like I said, we're almost at our 50th episode. I've been almost, it's almost in two years, damn. So um be two years in February since I started the podcast. And over those two years, I've had several questions, whether it be th- through social media, through like in person. And this, I- I'm just happy to finally answer some of those questions, bring those out. Um, some of them are personal. Some of them are about the podcast. Some of them, of course, are about Trek. And it'll be fun to kind of go into into those. And I think it'll be a little enlightening. Enlightening? Yeah, enlightening. That's my Kentucky public education coming through next i just thought it'd be funny the top 10 things you can say that would ruin a thanksgiving now they're more like nerdy things i could i went really hard in the paint <laughs> and my wife was like bring it back a little and i was like okay we'll do nerdy things because usually don't like to get too political on the show yeah those would be the two big things we're covering today just a little bit more relaxed fit yeah so happy to do this finally i've been looking forward to doing kind of a chill type of episode but anyway, let's get into it. Um, Luna, can you roll that? Oh, 
You don't like beans? Roll that beautiful bean footage is a classic saying. Bush's baked beans. No, we're not getting paid. I know. <laughs> All right, Luna, roll the clip. So we're going to start on the lighter side. Um, go over the top 10 things that could ruin your Thanksgiving. You ready for this? Now, some of these are hot takes, so whew, watch out. Um, blow, blow this mic off because... Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go there again. Like I said, my wife was like, these, some are a little spicy. Let's take those out, took those out, but still some are a little fun. So I'm ready to go. The top 10 things that can ruin your Thanksgiving dinner today. All right. Number one, when you get to the table and say, have you heard of this kid called Kyle Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh boy. (laughs) Um, I, I knew it was a good idea, Luna. Just just shut up. It's a good idea. Um, number two, Wesley Crusher deserved to be on the bridge. Those are fighting words where I come from. Another, and this, the for the third one, you always know when you hear this, it's going to be something wild. I've said this to a couple of friends of mine, and it, it just always gets a reaction. So here, number three, did you hear Rogan this week? Who is on Rogan? And sometimes that's fun. Sometimes it's like, a crazy UFO guy, or sometimes it's an Alex Jones crazy sacrificing to a giant owl type of thing, but you just never know what you're going to get. Never know what you're going to get with that response. Um, number four, the worst things you can say that would ruin Thanksgiving dinner. Um, we don't serve carbs here. Don't serve carbs here. If somebody said that in my Thanksgiving, I think I would be pissed. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. How can you not eat carbs? My friend Richard is rolling over wherever he's at um number five worst ways you can ruin thanksgiving dinner saying hufflepuff is the best hogwarts house obviously not true (laughs) number six have you heard about bitcoin i always love going and sitting with the table because normally in my thanksgiving table it's a lot of older people like older boomers and have no idea i think one reaction was I want something real. When we were talking about cryptocurrency, they said, I want something real, something I can hold in my hands. And I'm like, well, you don't, don't, don't like U.S. dollars. <laughs> um, should we do this next one? Okay. Um, telling your f- top 10 ways you can ruin a Thanksgiving. Telling your family, I went to, I went to Astroworld and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Okay. That's hashtag too soon. Um, number eight, uh, Lord of the Rings movies are overrated and way too long. My friend Jason just threw up. Number nine, Enterprise is peak Star Trek. I found his fighting words and that's almost too much faith of the heart. And lastly, the number one (laughs) thing you can say for a nerdy, nerdy, I guess a nerdy vibe. Number one thing you can say that would ruin Thanksgiving dinner is that the Marvel Cinematic Universe peaked at Endgame. That may be true. So watch out for that. So, again, that was our top ten list of things that could ruin a Thanksgiving dinner. I, I thought it was fun. Don't give me that look. I thought it was fun. Okay. she's She doesn't agree. Again, moving on. I think this is going to be fun, too, this Q&A. This, this will probably make the episode... Um, a little bit more in detail than, than that. That was more of like a comedy bit. Like I said, been about almost two years. I've had these questions. I'm happy to share them. 
So let's see here. Okay, this was a cool question. What captain would I grab a beer with? And somebody asked me that probably when I first got started. And that's a tough question because, I mean, I like and respect Captain Picard the most. The character, the principles, you know, like if anybody said, who would you most want to be like? I'd want to be like him. But that's not the question. The question is who you would rather grab a beer with. And I wouldn't say Cisco because Cisco, I mean, if I was going to have him, if I would anybody want to cook for me, it'd be Cisco. But I think the number one guy that I want to have a, or girl that I want to have a beer with, I think it would be, I think it would be Janeway. Yeah, I think it would be Janeway because she can let her hair down. You know, she's very personable. She's not very stuff. I mean, of course, there's that separation, of course, being captain. And I know Voyager was a little bit different, but I feel like Janeway would be a would be a great person you want to have a beer with to, to talk and really just get down into the to the depth of conversation. I think Janeway and she's very well educated. She's very well cultured. She knows things. So it would be great to just kind of have a back and forth with her about many subjects. If I couldn't do Janeway, Luna, I would I would probably do Jonathan Archer after that. I think Jonathan Archer is the the bruh of the Star Trek captain's level. Um I would I would want to learn about water polo. I think that'd be cool. He's big in a water polo. I think that'd be a neat uh subject to talk about. But also um I mean he's a founding member of the Federation. So it'd be cool asking him those first couple of years what it was like on the Wild Wild West when there was no Prime Directive or Red Alert. Oh, God. (laughs) I hate how they, and I don't know if you knew this, in Star Trek Enterprise, this is actually true, their security officer, I think it was Lieutenant, Lieutenant Reed, came up with like, okay, well, when an enemy ship comes up, we should have some like protocol. And instead of calling it Reed Alert, they said Red Alert legitimately canon (laughs) and it's awful (laughs) way to go upn just kidding okay moving on question number two this is i get i get this actually quite a bit who is luna and how is she technically an intern okay so luna is technically not an intern i don't have this big thing she's just um a very close family friend that decided to help me and she knows communications and and things like that. I did not go to school for communications. I went to, to school for accounting. And she knows more about that stuff than I did. Helped me set up the podcast. Always with me when I record. So bounce ideas off of her. So that's that's the infallible Luna. Yeah, she's a handful, man. <laughs> you are. Okay. Um, was it hard starting a podcast? And what goes into it and why did you start it? So this is something and actually a friend asked me in, in, in person. And it's one I also have gotten on social media too. Um, first off, I'll ask, start with why did you start it? So I started it back in, um, believe me, before the pandemic started. So I have all these people beat. I started in February of 2020. Yeah, February 13th, 2020, I think is the first episode came out. And I was doing like book reviews and I did it. And I can say this now because I was bored <laughs> at my job. I'm an accountant by, by day 
And the job that we were at was very super corporate. We were so good at our jobs that we could do our jobs effectively like two hours a day, not maybe three hours a day. And so that's a little trade secret. I don't know if you knew in accounting, sometimes you can get so good at your job and so efficient that you can do it very quickly. My boss one time said, yeah, that's how I got my master's degree is that I just studied at work. And I'm like, oh, you're just openly, brazenly telling me this. (laughs) So I was bored and I didn't want to see my life go away. You know, bro, like I didn't want to be 10 years down the road and not just, well, what'd you do? I played on my phone and I did like silly side projects. No one's ever going to pay attention to or notice. I mean, a couple of my workers were like, and I'm sorry if you're listening, I seriously doubt if you are, (laughs) but they would do like audio books. They would do um, like sports forums for hours on day, hours a day. And I'm just like, I don't want that. And that's fine for them, but it just wasn't for me. So I, I really delved deep into podcasting and researching it, what it would take. And so that's why I started it. And what goes into it? So um, I'm not, it's a very technical question. I'm not going to go into it, but too deep. Basically, to start off with, you have to kind of find a hosting site. And after you get a hosting site, you have to have an editing software. Then you're editing. Then you have to different things like um, music and intros and, and script writing and editing. And it, it's, it can be time consuming <laughs> in a way. And is it hard doing a podcast? And it is a lot of work. I know there was a like a big podcast inflection through the um, through the pandemic, and that was really because people were at home and they're bored. But the average podcast—I don't know if you knew this—on Apple is only seven episodes. And when I hit that mark, I realized it was seven episodes because that's when you realize how much work it is. And then to have that idea of, oh, this is going to go on forever. It's a lot. So I understand why people quit it and don't, and just kind of like, yeah, just stop it because it's a lot easier just to be dust in the wind and forget it. But not here at OPP. We bring it, we bring it hot. We bring it all the time. Um, next question. What's my favorite series? I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Um, definitely DS9. Uh, DS9 is the tops for me whether it be character development, writing, everything. It's just such an emotional connection to the characters in that show, more so than any other Trek. And it's still, to me, good. And I know it's a Babylon 5 ripoff, so don't go at me on that. Um, so DS9 is my favorite. Favorite captain? It's a question for another day. <laughs> don't know if I want to get into that here. Did Rick Berman ruin Star Trek? That's an interesting question. Some people call him, can I say this? This is a family show, right? Some people call him shit Perman because he ruins a lot of series. I'm not under, I don't know too much about what he's specifically done. Maybe that's another good future episode. Just off the cuff, I I would say, yeah, I would lean toward probably more so, like 55% more so. Um, He's been responsible for a lot of the new Trek so I understand that's why there's probably a lot more hate against him, just because people are very protective of the golden age of Star Trek, of the 90s, and what we had. But I hate that attitude because, you know, in the in like 20 or 30 years, we're going to be looking back and be, will we say, oh, 
nothing's better than discovery. Nothing's better than <laughs> lower decks or, or something like that, you know? And I think there, the reason why, and my friend Alan was brilliant when he said this, because we do the same thing with Star Trek, um, Star Wars, I'm sorry. And like, I first watched Star Wars when I was five years old in my mom's job. Like she, she was a paralegal and I think it was like some weekend and there was like a bunch of other kids there and we watched Star Trek. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) We watched Star Wars like on this tiny VHS kind of like TV. And for all of those people in real Linda, yeah, you would have VHSs and tiny TVs that were portable that you could go around and watch movies. And I watched Star Wars for the first time and it was great and I loved it and same thing. And then I watched, I got it for Christmas and then I just would watch them all the time growing up when I was homesick or anything like that. I would just big, 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 big into Star Wars, the original series. And then when I was about nine or 10, episode one came out. So you had the prequels. And so it was very sentimental to me as opposed to somebody like my wife who really was never into Star Wars suddenly watching as a 25-year-old, seeing this movie from 1977, and the effects are terrible, and they've aged awful, and it's just not that emotional for her. And so to me, it's like, yeah, the original series is the best, which it definitely is. But I can definitely see maybe that's what's happening with, that's what happened with the original series when TNG and the Golden Age started, and that's what's happening now for people like me to be like, well... I grew up with the Golden Age of Star Trek, DS9, Voyager, TNG, and that's so special to me. And I have that emotional connection, so nothing can top that. And when you're trying to compare that emotion, that's, you're never going to be able to beat it, Like just to be real. But I will say this, Empire is the greatest Star Wars movie ever. So, suck on that. Okay, that kind of answers my next question. What do you think about New Trek and the issues with it today? Well, there you go. Boom. Two birds, one stone. Moving on. <laughs> um, This is weird. Really, Luna? Okay, I'll include it. NFTs, are you in? I think I know why I got this. I posted a few days ago on Twitter, a retweet. Star Trek has actually um, gotten with some, I think it's Dulipo, or is that the block company? I don't know. They got with this uh, NFT company that is they're going to make like Star Trek NFTs. And I think it's cool. I'm going to, I, I'm never, I don't purchase NFTs before, but I think they're going for like, I think one's like 12 bucks and the other's like 20 bucks or something. And you get like a pack and you get so many NFTs of Star Trek characters. So I'm like, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, ah, it's like 30 bucks. Like, come on. <laughs> so I, I'll probably like end up buying a couple packs. So um, just to say I have NFTs. And Star Trek NFTs, I think that'll be fun. I mean, I think they're, I mean, why not? Like, who knows, like, if it's the future or not. Um, it's not really super Trekkie related, but nothing really today has been. <laughs> so let's keep it rolling. I say, why not? You never know. I mean, I am a crypto in- investor, sort of. Like, I, I have Shiba, I have SafeMoon, I have a couple other projects I'm in. Um, as, of course, Bitcoin and, and Ethereum. So we just, I mean, who knows? Who knows? world's a crazy place you're wrong gold ducat is a villain okay that's not a question that's a statement <laughs> and i think i said luna is this right oh okay sorry we had a typo on the on the script 
you're wrong, Goldicott isn't a villain. Okay, that's a big typo. <laughs> so to me, I think Goldicott, of course, is a villain because he's a... And this harkens back to an episode I did a few, a few weeks ago, a few months ago. If Goldicott's a villain or if he's not, and if you don't know, Goldicott is the main bad guy, quote-unquote, my answer of DS9. Um, he's a super psychopathic narcissist who's like... I didn't do anything wrong. And then it's like, well, you know what you were doing. You just did it wrong and you got caught. I know narcissists because my father's a narcissist. And that's how I know that behavior. And I'm like, boom, that guy's the bad guy, obviously. And he just got caught. He loves power. He loves manipulation. And that's really the end. That's all he cares about. Power and manipulation like a true narcissist. So, yes, Goldukat's a villain. I'm not going to argue. It's just facts straight facts 100% no cap dead ass that's people say that oh man um open for shout outs of course actually this is something that I I want to kind of do more um my wife does art uh runs art she's a full-time artist I I want to she does this with other things on her social media other people other artists so i want to start doing with me so if you want to shout out whether it be on social media or on the podcast i don't charge people for that and that's ridiculous i don't get paid for this so i'm not going to force people to pay me this is a labor of love baby so if you have a blog a podcast a instagram page a whatever uh etsy shop bring it on down send me a message Again, that is a mega particle podcast on Instagram, a medical particle underscore on Twitter, on Facebook. It's just the name of the podcast. And of course, you can email if you want to do that, a mega particle podcast at gmail.com. Feel free for reach a shout out. My, my buddy Jason, lifelong friend Jason, he runs a, um, a movie blog. And I mean, he just does it for fun. It's a labor of love, too. But you know what? I like to put it out there because he's the funniest guy I know. And so, yeah, so feel free to reach out. I love to do that. It's probably something I'm going to be start doing in the, in the future. So, um, yeah, check it out. Okay. So we have, we have, um, two more, two more questions on this Q and a favorite episode of Star Trek. Oh my gosh, that's tough. Um, favorite episode. It's really hard to say because there's so many, and I've seen Star Trek so many times over. I think I've seen the series about four times each series. I'm trying to think. I take these questions off the cuff. So I, I'm thinking that it's probably best of both worlds. That's probably really good. The end of the the season three finale for TNG. That was amazing. I really work in seasons. That's how I kind of think. Like to me, season six, season five, season six of TNG is like the best peak star trek in my opinion it was amazing i know i like ds9 better is the best series but the best seasons season five season six of tng every episode's heavy hitter every episode's like boom 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 great also it's a question favorite star trek movie (sighs) gotta go with the whales man (laughs) just kidding no of course and this typical answer uh wrath of khan favorite star trek movie of all time hands down how could you argue with that like freaking Genesis project, project, the the ending 
Spock sacrificing himself, and they shoot him off into space, and then it goes over the uh, the horizon on the planet. It turns, and the music cues up. I mean, it's just, and then it's a great dynamic with Khan and, and Kirk, and they're going back, and finally a worthy adversary. And I just, I mean, it's it's Ratham Khan. Like, I don't have to argue. I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> um, the next one, let's see. Okay, this is actually funny. Somebody sent this to me like today, like literally today as I was like getting the script ready and, and going for it. And it's, and and I posted this meme and it was like people's eyes and it was like, okay. And it was supposed to make fun of like Chancellor Gal, Ron and, and Glory. And it's of like, one of them is Betazoid. And this person's like, well, their pupils are always super dilated or, or like Betazoid's always high. Our Betazoids always on LSD. And I was like, boy, that is a very technical, trekky question. So let's buckle up. I don't believe so. I know that they are, they don't really have any super big drugs in their society. I know they're very more patriarchal and matriarchal, more so than anything big in tradition, big into family, very structured in everything that they do. So I, I don't see them being like, let's take LSD and trip. That doesn't seem like the culture to me. Now, if they have a natural imposition for that, that's something different. I can't, I mean, if they have LSD in the water or whatever. But just to be like, oh, there's people that are always dilated. I'm like, this is, again, this could be something like a production thing. Like, actors and actors like have that when they're shooting. You just never know. So, to say it's always happened or it's implied, I'm like, uh. I'm like, if anybody's going to do that, it's the freaking trills. And, they're, and the weird pools and... And you're going in there, they got the symbiotes, and am I going to step on a symbiote? That's what I'd be worried about. But, um, okay, I'm getting, getting very far deep. We've been going way too long. So that has been our Thanksgiving special Relax Fit episode. Thank you so much. Roll it, Luna. Okay, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, hopefully I didn't. I don't think I offended anybody. No, it'd be fine. <laughs> Cancels. <laughs> Always good to hear from you guys. Please send your Q&As. Please send your shout-outs. I'm happy to give you guys some love. I'll put my um, friend Jason and um, anybody else that wants in the episode description, anything like that. So, yeah, feel free to reach out on my social medias, as I've already mentioned. And thank you guys so much for listening. It's been fun. And please be safe out there. I know um, Thanksgiving always gives me anxiety to drive on Thanksgiving because I'm like drunk drivers and wild people like that. So definitely be safe this Thanksgiving. And as we get into the holidays, I mentioned this last episode, please feel free to reach out to somebody. If you're struggling, if you're dealing with seasonal depression or loneliness or or just anything like that. I know holidays are tough for people, so feel free to reach out, connect with whether it be licensed therapists or, or just family or friends, and just feel free to like really um, explore those options for you. And if you don't have any options, definitely reach out to licensed help. And um, for those people that don't have any issues or holidays aren't rough, check in on your friends, check in on your family, um, just make sure they're okay. I know the holidays are rough for people. I think it's a good PSA. Don't give me that look. It's a great PSA, Luna. It's important. 
people, okay, I, we're not ending it on a low point. No, 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 no. It's a great, it's a great way to end it. Anyway, um, again, you can always reach us on social media. Happy to be here and have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. And always remember, second start of the right, straight on till morning. Mm-hmm.